0: Welcome, everybody, to Classroom 2 live session today. My name is Lorna Costantini. I'm very happy that you've joined with us today. I'm happy to be here with Kim Case and Peggy George, our regular um, co-host, and today we've got a special uh, presentation all about explorers with our guests Jerry Unks and Lauren Zucker. Each time, as some of you already know, we gather to discuss technology tools and issues. We're glad that you're here to join us in one of our great discussions. Our broadcast is about an hour in length, and it is recorded if you haven't been here before. And the link to the full video, audio recording, and the chat log will be posted at Classroom 20 live site, which uh, I think we've posted for you before. Um, we do have a uh, share tabs link for you today. And I know that during the show, Peggy or Kim will drop the link in for you so that Any of the links or discussion or background material will be available for you at the end of the show. Uh, Each week uh, we try to do a newbie discussion question of the week so you're ready with your ideas or questions before um, the show and uh, we'll look forward to answering that question in just a minute. I want to uh, go through for anyone new in the chat room s- some of the features here with Illuminate and how you can participate. First of all, one of the things you're going to be doing is answering poll questions and so that um, you'll find the um, poll questions a check mark or an X and you'll use that to uh, register your vote in the poll question. I find it really confusing sometimes that that's where you check and that's the only place you check but sometimes when the list populates I make the mistake of going over and putting my check or my X in that uh, uh, line beside everybody's name so try to uh, use the right check or X to um, cast your vote. Um, To the left of the uh, check it X, you'll find some uh, emoticons for displeasure, displeasure, thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, so you can use those through the show as you you like. There's an applause as well. If you do want to ask a question, and we sometimes can give you access to the microphone, uh, on the left you'll see a hand, so if you click on the hand, then you're going to see someone's asking a question. Um, More than likely, those kinds of opportunities will be near the end of the show after our presentation, so that's when you'll probably be doing that. Um, A lot of your conversation and participation is going to be in the chat window, and at the bottom of the chat window here, you're going to see a send to um, message, so what you do is type underneath the participant window, And you click on send for your message to go forward. You do have to pay attention, I don't remember, do we have a special slide for that? No we don't. Um, That it's sent to this room. And so if you find that um, your messages look like they're blue, you'll be talking to the moderators or you can talk to someone else in the, the chat room by clicking on the down arrow and you'll get a list of the different people we are in the chat room. So if you want your message to go for everyone to see, you need to go to this room. If you want to go to the moderators, you click on the down arrow to get the moderators as Peggy, Kim, or myself. And if you want to talk to someone else in the chat room, uh, click on their name. Remember to go back to send to this room so that you're making it active for everyone to see. And just a heads up that the moderators can see every conversation that's going on, so you might want to keep that in mind. Again, in the bottom left-hand corner here we have the microphone, so when if, if and when you're given access to the microphone, you need to activate it by clicking on the microphone, it will turn yellow. And please, when you're finished with your question, click it off, because it um, makes it sometimes difficult for the broadcast if you leave it on We pick up your noise. And uh, some of the people are typing away, and that has happened, but don't worry about it. Um, If you are going to participate, you do need a headset, so that uh, we'll be able to uh, talk back and forth without any um, echoing going on. Um, Just going through my notes here to make sure I cover everything, I've done that part, um, talking about how you um, display the content for the show. You will find that your um, layout is probably in this format with the chat window, participants, microphone and the whiteboard. You can change the way the presentation goes. If you just want the whiteboard, click on whiteboard. You're going to find this whole menu under the view button and you'll find the whiteboards under layouts and take the layout that you choose. You can also resize the uh, whiteboard or the uh, different windows by clicking on the right lower hand corner to resize your window. Uh, I'm going to ask you to participate by um, trying out the laser tool. And the laser tool is located right about here on your toolbar. It's a, a I think Kim has a picture of this. It's a funny little icon that looks like a starburst at the end of it and we'll use that to show where you um, are located on the map in a second. As I've gone through the slides I noticed that I did miss one and so if I'm going to take a second I'm going to backtrack Um, We do have closed captioning available for you, so if you check on the toolbar under the CC, it represents closed captioning, and we're very uh, fortunate to have Tammy Moore in the chat room who does this for us every week, and uh, Tammy's been a guest for us as well, so we thank Tammy very much for providing that service to us, so if anyone does have um, someone who has a a hearing impairment, please let them know that they can still participate with uh, Tammy's assistance. I'm going to go back to using the laser tool, where everybody has to get involved here, because what I'm going to show you now is a map of the world, and if you haven't already told us where you are in the chat room, take the opportunity now, I've activated everyone's uh, um, pointers, so get your laser pointer, and click where you are on the map. So we seem to have someone in South America, we seem to mostly our guests today are in North America, Canada, and you're, Miriel, I saw you there, you're in Toronto, I'm in St. Catharines, Ontario, so it's great, nice to see everybody here this morning. I think I've given you a quick overview of the Illuminate um, features, and I'm now going to turn the microphone over to Kim, who is our expert in the poll questions. So, ready to, Good to Thanks, Kim. Sure, thank
1: you. Thank you very much, Lorna. And we're going to be answering uh, some poll questions. So let's go ahead and get started. The first question is the AllAboutExplorers.com website. Is this new to you, a new website? Uh, we're going to be talking about the website, ways to use the website in the classroom. Um, if you haven't checked out the website, you're going to want to use it, and we are so excited that you joined it. So if this is a new site today for you, please click the green check. If it's not a new site, then click the red X. And I'll give you a few more seconds to vote, um, and then
2: we'll post the results.
1: Okay, and it looks like about 25% in the group are not familiar with the website, and about 64% are. So that's a great percentage that are familiar with the website. So let's go on to our next poll question. And let me change your polling options. And what of the following tools have you used to teach students about evaluating internet sites? A, rubrics, B, web quests, C, checklists, D, Wiki Pages, and E, Other. If you've used all of those, just pick one of them, the one maybe that you've used the most to teach, website, uh, teach students about evaluating Internet websites. I'll give you a few more seconds to vote in. And your polling choices are located right next to the blue door to indicate that you're away. And let's go ahead and get the results. And it looks like C has the largest majority, but the rubrics um, have 23%. And the WebQuest and Treasure Runs, about 23% of the group here has used those. 30% have used checklists for students to evaluate websites. And about 6% have used wiki pages to evaluate websites, and e other 10%. Um, so that's an interesting site uh, amount and percentage. And we're going to be talking some more about evaluating websites. And that's the one of the primary goals of the website. And right now, I'd like to uh, introduce Lorna. I'm sorry, introduce our special guests, Lauren and Gerald.
0: Say, Kim, Lauren, we've lost her. So we have to wait a minute until she gets back in with us.
1: Okay. Gerald, um, if you can tell us a bit about yourself and your background and um, start with a little bit about why you uh, came up with the site and the design. And about how we can use this website in our classroom with our students, and then go on into some really exciting things about the website. So, Gerald, welcome, and go ahead and take it away.
3: Hi.
4: Uh, uh, well, Lauren's working on getting herself back online. Uh, I am. I've. I've been a teacher, an elementary school teacher, for about 18 years. Uh, I've taught in the regular classroom. I've also taught in gifted classrooms. Uh, Lauren is a uh, uh, library media specialist in our district. And, oh, she's back. (laughs) Um, uh, So, and about, I don't know, it was four or five years ago, maybe maybe six years ago, uh, we were talking about how we can uh, develop skills in our students uh, to to be better users, more critical users, I guess, of of internet websites. We found that our students, uh, when we were asking them to do research online, typically typically they would go right to Google. They would type in what they were searching for in Google. uh, And the first thing that came up in the list, that's what they would use as uh, as their resource. Uh, Lauren, feel free to jump in here anytime too. Um, and I know Lauren had gone to a workshop on, uh, you know, teaching internet literacy and some of these critical thinking skills. Uh, and there were a number of sites out there uh, that were available for teachers to use uh, to uh, help their. Help their students learn these skills. The problem was that the majority of them are geared towards secondary, uh, secondary education. Either the content was just over their heads, or in some cases there was some there was some stuff that was inappropriate for our students, and we just didn't want to go there. Uh, and in doing some research and looking around, we found that there really wasn't anything that was geared. Um, so we decided to put this to put but the Explorers, uh, essentially the the purpose of it really was just so that we would have a tool for ourselves uh, in our classrooms, uh, in our district, uh, to use to teach these skills. Well, Uh, we started
5: out, really, it was just uh, Gerald, myself, and a few other librarians that um, were working together so that we can help our students, knowing that there really wasn't much out there, but knowing that kids are getting on the Internet and searching at a much younger age, and like Gerald said, they use what they know, and what they knew was Google. And unfortunately for our students, Google was not the best place for them to start. So when we started, we really just wanted to uh, just find a place for our kids to go that we had control over, that we knew they would be able to learn how to use the internet properly to get electronic resources. Um, the young students needed skills. Like Gerald said, when I went left this workshop, I was all excited about teaching students, but really the, the tools weren't out there, it was much more for secondary students. Uh, I don't know about the rest of you, but our district does spend a little bit of money on these databases and um, unless we teach our kids how to use them and why to use them, they're not using them and that's not money well spent. And the other thing is, there's so much information out there and readily accessible to children they're never going to know it all, but we felt that it was so important for them to know how to find the information because there's not enough time in their lifetime to learn and know all of the information. So that's kind of where we started with the website, um, you know, our goal being information literacy.
4: One of the our lessons is we show them what happens, you know, if you're you know, if you're, for example, uh, doing a research report about explorers, you know, if you go to Google and you type in explorers, what comes up? And we show them that there is this whole raft of other stuff that would be irrelevant to a to a you know a fourth or fifth grader doing research about Christopher Columbus. You know, we have the Environmental Explorers Club. We've got the Sioux City Explorers, which is a, uh, a minor league baseball team. Uh, you know, I don't know if any of you here are from that area, but uh, you know, all kinds of diving websites and and so on and so forth. Uh, Of course, there's also Internet Explorer um, and the Ford Explorer and, of course, Dora the Explorer. And we always get a great response from the kids. They they love seeing that slide when it comes up. Um, But the point is that you know, if, you're ju- if you just type in "explorers" into Google, you're going to get millions of hits, and to wade through all of that and figure out what's going to be the most useful information for your particular project is um, something that uh, you know fourth and fifth grade kids don't have the skills to know how to do that. Uh, an adult that goes online and, and searches for something in Google. Typically, you've got the background experience to be able to do a more specific search and to also scan through the results and figure out, you know, this is relevant, this is not relevant, this is something that, uh, uh, you know, and and to be able to pick out the things that are going to help you the most. Kids don't have those skills. Kids don't have that background. So we decided to put together this website. Um, The rationale behind it was that we would have control over the content. If we developed the site ourselves, we would know everything that goes into it. Uh, It would be based on our uh, district curriculum, and as I said originally, this was strictly designed for us to use within our own district and within our own classrooms. Uh, And then also to give the kids some real-life experience with doing this kind of thing, uh, you know, doing this kind of, of Website evaluation uh, in a safe and controlled uh, environment. So that's you know that's really where the website came from and and uh, kind of how we developed it. Um, this might be a uh, this might be a good place to stop and ask uh, if there if anybody has any input about you know the rationale
3: or how we put it together.
1: Are there any questions that you might want to ask at this point? Um, if so, just let us know. You can raise your hand or we can um, proceed and take questions also at the end of the session. So, How long ago did you start the website, Gerald?
5: Uh, it, I believe it was about five, six years ago that we actually started it and it's been a work in progress ever since. And what grade levels is this primarily for? Kinder through fifth or first? No, no, no. Uh, We built it around like fourth, fifth grade Uh, But one of the features of the website is that we do have it differentiated according to ability level, and that's something we were going to talk about in our presentation. So depending upon the ability level of some of your students, you could um, use some of the more basic ones with some younger students.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Any other questions?
4: you know, the reading level of the, the reading.
3: All right, doesn't look like there are more questions.
4: So uh, let's jump into uh, talking a little bit about how the site is organized. Um, uh, We kind of geared this presentation today towards uh, teachers and educators who might be using this in their classrooms. Uh, So we'll kind of walk you through the teacher side of it, Um, and uh, certainly it's something that you can check out uh, on your own. Uh, the site is organized for major four major sections. Uh, we have our Explorer biographies, uh, which we'll we'll show you in a, in a bit, um, and it, those are sort of the core of the site. What we did was we wrote. Uh, we had a group of teachers and, and uh, librarians in the district who all collaborated on. Uh, writing these biographies and, and we had a heck of a lot of fun uh, sitting down and figuring out how, were we, gonna, how we were going to write these. Uh, we, we did actually do research and we, we looked at uh, the real-life biographies of the people that we were writing about um, and then we kind of took a fractured fairy tale approach uh, to uh, rewriting the bios for our site. And we threw in a few bits and pieces of correct information or almost correct information, uh, and then there's some other information in the biographies that is uh, uh, kind of, sort of correct, but but hasn't, you know, it's it's been changed a little bit, and then threw in uh, some other things that were, see, complete fiction in some cases, totally absurd kinds of things. For example, if you look at the Henry Hudson biography, this is one of my favorite examples. Towards the end of that uh, we have a sentence that talks about how researchers believe that Hudson may have been abducted by aliens at some point in his career. Um, So we threw some things in like that because um, you know one of the main points of the site was to show kids that just because you find it on the internet, just because it's out there, doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Uh, that anything uh, anybody that wants to write something or post something um, uh, is uh, uh, has the ability to do that on the internet. So we developed these biographies, uh, and then around the biographies, we wrote uh, treasure hunts, which are s- short, simple, uh, lesson activities to do with their students uh, to show
3: them the website and the
4: biographies with more accurate biographies they also wrote a more a detailed web quest uh, that's our involved project. Uh, and again, we'll show you show you the specifics of that a little bit later in the in the presentation. Uh, we also have a Uh, teacher resource site uh, or teacher resource section that has all of the lessons that we use. Uh, We decided to post those on the the website uh, so that uh, anybody that uses it has access to it. And then a key page of the website um, is because we teach our students that one of the first things they should do when they come across an Internet... Uh, resource is to check out the source find out who wrote it, find out where the information came from. Uh, so we created a page on our site about this site uh, that very clearly and very specifically says that the information there is not accurate uh, it you know explains the specific purpose where we uh, why we created it uh, and in large bold pink letters it says don't use this you know don't use the biographies here as as. Uh, reference for your for your research uh no Peggy, just because mm-hmm. it's frustra to me and it's accurate <laughs> um, so uh, so that's how the site is organized. uh Lauren, is there anything else you wanted to throw in about that
5: um, I, I think a main part of the organization is that we really wanted we put this information up there so that anybody could go to the site and use the lessons and teach it right from the website. Um, Anything that you need to to, to do this unit is all out there. Um, We created it for everyone to use. We actually created it for us to use, and then it just took off, so we just put it out there for anyone who wanted to use it. So if you haven't used it, please feel free.
3: all right. It's the first time I've done this, so bear with me for a moment.
2: All right. Hopefully, everybody is seeing
3: the
4: uh, the one on your screen now.
1: Yeah, Gerald, I see it.
4: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. Gerald, hang on just a sec, because um, I don't Did a web tour pop up for everybody inside Illuminate or just an external window? Mine's outside. Okay, so let me uh, put your site here.
2: And is it showing up now? And you can
1: click on that if everybody will uh, refrain from clicking, because we can all uh, interact with the content in the web tour. So Gerald or Lauren, if y'all will be the only ones, you can actually click on the web tour window and demonstrate what you wanted to show us.
4: All right, terrific. Uh, this is the this is the front page of the screen that shows up when you, uh, you know, when you go to the website, uh, and we were. We were very careful down here at the bottom uh, uh, about this site link. So let me take you there first. uh, Because as I said, this is something that we tell our students. This is really the first place you should go at a new website to find out about it. And uh, so we gave a very detailed description of the background, some of which I just explained to you. And then this section here, a note about the content in the site you know that's where we uh, uh, explain that people should not use the site in their own uh, the biographies and uh, so let me go station here. If you four teachers at the top, uh, here's an explanation of the um, some of the content, and you can see this list of. Uh, Blue, green, and red dots that show uh, different levels of the lesson, so uh, and so, what we've done is we've differentiated the the treasure hunts uh, so that you can if you have uh, if you have the um, you know different levels of students in your class, you can you can group their ability and then assign them different tours when you do the first lesson. Uh, then we have uh, the lessons down towards the bottom, and then all of the materials that you need for the lessons are also linked directly here on the site, uh, so you can see that, and then some other uh, other links and references. So let me go to the treasure hunt page. On the treasure hunt page are links to the individual treasure hunts, and again, we have the red dots, green dots, blue dots that show the level. Um, and it's for Columbus since he's a well-known explorer. And this is what the treasure hunt looks like. So when the students come in to the first lesson, this is really often their first uh, exposure to the website is they'll see this treasure hunt page. Uh, and they'll be asked to do this research with um, uh, with the different uh, things. And I'm Um, seeing some comments. Yeah.
1: um, I'm not sure that uh, we're able to follow along with you. Um, If you look at the top of your web tour window, is there a check next to tour guide in that little box?
4: Mm, uh, Mine popped up in a different window, so maybe that's the problem. Let me. uh,
1: Within Illuminate where it says web tour at the top.
2: Uh, let
3: me do this. Uh,
4: I don't. When I clicked on Web Tour, uh, it came separate in a browser window. So I'm not sure how to get it to show up in the. Okay,
1: it should. It's showing now inside um, Illuminate.
3: Okay, but mine came up. Going to show up in the.
4: It's probably not going to show up in the in the web tour then, right?
1: I'm sorry, I didn't get to hear that your audio is kind of choppy fading in and out.
4: I apologize. When you when you started that web tour, it popped uh-huh. up for me in a upper window, not in the illuminate window.
1: But it does say so web tour at the top?
3: Uh but no, it doesn't. It's just it's just the website.
1: Um, okay, if you'll, um, Gerald, if you click on the blue globe, the tools yep. at the top, and then type in the URL, it should start the web tour within Illuminate. So can you try that again?
2: Yes, you can.
3: Nope, came up in a browser window again.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure why it keeps happening. Um, are you able to see the web
1: tour window now, Gerald? That I just put up.
2: Uh,
3: yes, yeah, it, it, it came you up in eliminate? my illuminate.
2: But it is
5: or it's not an Eliminate.
3: It is, it is not for me, now.
5: Gerald, why don't we just follow along? If people can, um, can we just click as Gerald gives the instructions or when we're talking if people want to follow along in the website, is that possible? It sure is. Lauren, if you want to try one time
1: to uh, do the web tour, if not, I can put it back up.
2: Did that come in? Yes,
1: it did for me. Um, is there a check next to the box that says tour guide? Yes, so, there is. Um, we want yours to be checked and nobody else's to be checked. Okay, I have it checked. Okay, then you
5: should be able to click and we should be able to follow along with you. Okay, is everybody's screen changing right now? Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, good. Lauren, I'll,
4: let, like this. I'll let you run it then, Lauren, because uh, it's not working for me.
5: Okay, so I just clicked into about this site, and as you can see, we give the 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 rationale for the website, which we spoke about earlier, um, and you see the the purple highlighted where we talk about please don't use this for your real classroom information. This is fictional, you know. Please don't. We don't want to be responsible for your bad <laughs> grades. Um, um, and then what we do is down here in in the bottom corner. We always tell kids to look for who who are the professional people responsible for the site. You know, are are they the expert in nuclear physics? Are they really well versed in what they're talking about? So we talk. We wrote up our biographies, and as you can see. Um, if you read through our biographies, um, I'm a voiceover actor, really not, so we even took it to the next extent and, um, and here I, um, enjoy my soft drinks, disco, and creating origami paper, power tools. Um, so we, we did it here and then we were hoping at this point that they would catch on and then for the real story, here we are, we're just regular teachers. We're people out there trying to help kids learn and be information literate people. Um, And it wasn't just us, it truly was the other librarians in Centennial School District that worked with us and created the lessons and tested everything out for us and now we've had some great information from others. Um, And a good idea today actually about how to um, incorporate keyword searching. So Gerald, we might want to add a section on um, teaching kids how to do keyword searching. Um, When we go back to Explorers A to Z, here we go. And for anyone just doing research about any Explorer, you can click on, um, I like Sir Francis Drake here, please know also that none of the (laughs) photographs are real, none of the maps are real, it is all made up. So as I click on Sir Francis Drake as I am here in New Jersey vacationing with my family at the beach Sir Francis Drake was born in Wayne New Jersey and he loved the short town of Wildwood for those of you from the East Coast um, and he is actually the name the, the reason why Drake's cakes anybody ever had a coffee cake Drake's coffee cakes are named
2: after Sir Francis.